There was a time when tattooing was an ornamental characteristic peculiar to sailors and small boys, but like many in other fashion, it's grown more extended, grown to more extended usefulness or at least application. The very latest agony on Murray Hill is tattooing the baby. <laughs> um, how do we feel about tattooing babies, Tom? Um, I don't really like the idea. I feel like, you know, babies You're against. don't have... We'll op- put you down in the against column. Yeah, like, you know, they don't have object permanence. Their skull hasn't fully fused. I, <laughs> they can't really eat solid food yet. You know, I... I'm not sure I'm a pro tattooing babies. Pro tattooing babies. So, so we're going to mark you in the against column for the tattooing of yeah, babies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, essentially, uh, this is something that I really want to talk about: uh, the tattooing of children, because I think it's uh, you know it gets into some really interesting parts from some quite deep history. So, the point of this particular case in New York of, of tattooing a baby, as the article goes on. Um, was uh, essentially for identification. So one morning, however, a private carriage rolled through the fifth filth of Cherry Street. A fashionably dressed lady, followed by a nurse with a baby in her arms, picked her way through the unclean court to Sailor Peter's door. She wanted two initials pricked on the baby's arms. This was the first of a number of similar customers. Some carry their little ones themselves. Other subjects come in charge of nurses as aristocratic as themselves. But they come and they pay and pay so well that Sailor Peter will be able to retire from the business altogether when the present boom subsides. So basically, um, it's a way of like stopping your baby getting abducted. <laughs> um, or at least that's that's the that's the thought process. Was there some sort of like Oliver Twist Fagan rolling around picking up babies? I didn't know the baby <laughs> industry was that uh the baby theft industry was that big back then. Some would say it's the pod, it's the podcasting of back then. One of the yeah, one of also one of the reasons. So this is happening in 1881, and and one of the reasons it's happening is because in 1871, about you know, a few years earlier, um, there'd been this case in London uh, called the Titchbourne trial, and basically the, the, the we we can probably do a whole episode on that um, at some point in the future. But basically, this aristocratic teenager, a guy called Roger Titchbourne, went missing at sea in 1853. And um, his mother had sort of given up all hope that he would be found alive. Meanwhile, his younger brother inherited the family fortune and was like sort of whittling it away on gambling. And then miraculously, Roger turned up alive um, and wanted to claim the family fortune. And to cut a long story short, it turned out that this guy, uh, plot twist, wasn't actually the deceased aristocrat, but it was a butcher's son from Wapping called Tom Castro. So... Um, the reason this all came out in court was because the real Roger uh, had been tattooed at boarding school, tattooed himself and his friends, and this guy in the dock uh, didn't have any tattoos at all. And so basically there was this essentially kind of panic among, amongst aristocrats of like, hey, we should all tattoo our children so that if some, some criminal tries to steal our family fortune, um, move into our family pile, you know, run off with our family titles and lands, uh, we can prove it. Uh, with with the with the tattoo, so I think that's coming in the aftermath of that. But like, actually, it also has a really long history because there were the, the other the other place that we find something similar. Well, in there are two places we find something similar in deeper history. One of which is in um, uh, basically like Renaissance Italy, so 16th century Italy, 
in what are called foundling hospitals, right? So essentially kind of orphanages, basically, for raising of children. And mothers would leave the baby with the, um, with the care of the nuns or with the care of the, the institution um, uh, with potentially the intention of returning. There's some really heartbreaking examples from England of like little tokens and little pieces of fabric and stuff for identification purposes. But for a while in, um, in Italy, uh, you would basically, before you gave your baby over, to the institution, um, you tattoo its foot with its initials uh, and with a little symbol, so that when you came to get your baby later on, or it, or it found you in adulthood, even um, you could be sure that it was actually your baby, and that that it hadn't died and was sneakily swapped out by the wet nurses. Going, no, I promise you, this is your child, like with some weird Ponzi scheme. <laughs> you know, it's like a pre- it's like premium card trading. You know, if you if you don't pony up, you don't get a premium <laughs> yeah. child. Exactly that, right? So, so tattooing of babies is for identification. The other, the other example of that is um, in the 1750s. So again, you know, we're we're pre Cook. I don't know if we mentioned this on the pre Cook episode, but these these Swabian children who essentially were like poor, my, poor like uh, like peasant children of peasants, essentially in um, in Austria, and they would get sent on this long march across the Alps to work on farms in Germany, sometimes for a whole summer season, sometimes even for several summer seasons. And then they'd return back um, months or many years later you know, to bring back the money they'd earned. And again, because these, these par- parents were worried that their children wouldn't recognize them or they wouldn't recognize them in return, they would tattoo, um, tattoo some kind of what's called in the, in the uh, uh, report about this, a mark of consanguinity, you know, like, this is my, this is my baby, hands, hands off. So that's quite practical, right? Like I think you can see the practical, the practical benefits of of tattooing children. Have you have I changed your mind yet that tattooing children is a good thing? Um. So similarly to these, like the functional form of tattooing of children in the, I think it was the 1950s in the US. It was kind of in the Midwest. I think it was Arkansas, as far as I can remember. There were there was a program where several school children were tattooed. So they were. This was obviously during the the beginnings of the Cold War, or or maybe it was around the Bay of Pigs. You know, real heating up of tensions around nuclear weapons. And obviously, there was a great fear in the U.S. of nuclear weapons being used and the fallout. So you have like um, of you have that turtle cartoon that's about you know hiding under your desk in case there's a nuclear Texans bomb drop. survive yeah 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 so essentially these children were tattooed with their blood type in case you know uh there was an attack there would be a need for blood transfusions you could identify you know who needed what blood and who had what blood and it served a functional purpose yeah, that, and that wasn't just on children. Actually, that was that was called Operation Tat Type, um, and it was run, it rolled out at the at the um, uh, Iowa State Fair initially, and then kind of rolled around the country. The tattoos were those tattoos were in people's armpits in in because apparently that was the part that would survive if all of your limbs got blown off. <laughs> and even better, that idea came from. Um, oh no! Why are we talking so much about the desecration of limbs recently? You know, children's yeah. exploding hands, uh, your, your armpit being the only thing well, that would yeah, survive. Yeah, that was the last episode. Well, so the other, the other good thing about that, um, the, 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 the practical marking of blood types, um, was that uh, it was an idea, idea that the American government got from the Nuremberg trials. The guy who was the... The Americans learning from the Nazis? 
Do not Google know, Operation right? Paperclip. Do not Google Operation Paperclip. Yeah, the guy who invented this uh, was the um, was one of the expert witnesses uh, for the American Medical Association at the Nuremberg trials, and he saw that basically the SS one of the the way that they caught Eichmann um, amongst others was that he had an SS, the SS blood types their officers, um, and he was like, "That's a good idea." And thankfully, that was the one and only thing that the Americans learned from the Nazis, Thomas. Yes, do not look up how they got to the moon. Do not look uh, up at the uh, crossover between the invention of the V2 rocket with uh, Werner von Braun and the US space program. But it's funny that they managed to find him because of a tattoo and Otto Scorsese had like a huge scar on his face and just like was wandering around for like 30 years and bought a farm in Ireland in the like 50s, 60s. We've gone astray here, but Mengele actually escaped because he didn't have a tattoo. So he was pretending to be someone else. He joined the SS early. He was an OG SS member, so didn't have a blood type tattoo. And um, because of that, when he when they were doing the demobbing um, and looking specifically for SS members and letting rank and file soldiers go, he pretended to be someone else and they let him go. Um, so yeah, so tattooing is tattooing is identification. I mean, also talking about severed limbs. There's a there's a there's a a great couple of cases, one of which is a severed arm, which washed up on a British beach, I think in South End, with tattoos on it. And it was like, who does this belong to? And the other one, uh, again, I think I made, we mentioned on a previous episode, was a barrel full of um, a barrel full of meat, a barrel full of pork taken by um, from a Dutch pirate ship. And it had a tattooed sailor's arm in it. So, you know, tattooing for identification, probably not a bad idea. What if they what if they were using the arm to like, you know, stir the pork in the barrel to make sure it didn't, you know, stick to the side? They were just taking this like arm and like I wonder what pickled arm <laughs> tastes like. Someone get an army hammer on the phone. Oh, no.